0: Hey, and welcome to episode 13 Property Mastermind podcast with Hilary Sexton, And today, talking about how to capitalize on the skills you already have when you are new to property development or you're thinking about becoming a property developer. And this week's episode, sponsored by Property Mastermind, property education made easy to check out the courses available through Property Mastermind, www.propertymastermind.com.au. But anyway, How to Capitalise on the Skills You Already Have to Become a Property Developer, let's jump into episode 13. Hey and welcome to episode 13, how to capitalise on the skills you already have if you are a property developer, if you're wanting to become a property developer, no matter where you are in your development journey and pretty much life journey, this stuff is really useful. So I'm going to be covering all the things that you probably have and don't realise that you've already got that would be really useful and are really useful when it comes to property development. The reason I came up with this topic this week is just probably the state of the nation right now. uh, Just due to people, so many people being in lockdown and I work as a coach. So I work one-on-one with a lot of people. And what I've found is there's definitely something going on with my clients in their headspace. So there's, there's a lot more challenges because Lockdown's really having an impact on people, so it's really important that I remind people of the positive side of things or different ways of looking at things or new focuses. So hence today, useful for everybody, how to capitalize on the skills you already have. I'm going to like start with one that I find, well, one of the biggest really, decision-making. You've got to be a fast decision-maker. Was it Napoleon Hill? Make decisions fast and change your mind slowly. So if you are a fast decision maker, you'll find that you progress a lot faster than many people. So have a think about it. Are you a fast decision maker? I work with a couple right now who've just been faced with a challenge with their development and amazing. We were talking to them on loudspeaker, Bob and myself on two days ago probably. And they'd made a decision, like Bob said, well, really, these are the options that you've got. You've either got to do this or you've got to do this. And really fast, they came back with, we're doing this. Just decisive. So when you are decisive, what that means is you aren't confusing your brain. You've just allowed yourself more thinking space. Remember, we only have a limited amount of thoughts each day. So for them making that choice, it's just eliminated so much. And you can relax. You know, You've just decided on something. Another trait that you might already have is that you might have the ability to connect with people. You might be a natural connector. And if you are, how positive is that when it comes to property development? You might have a great team, or you could have more people to reach out to right now in any environment, but especially in this environment. So think about that. You know, Are you great at connecting? And then really capitalize on that skill that you already have. Just imagine if you had decision-making and connecting. Woohoo. You're flying through stuff. Uh, another person I'm working with right now, she is an amazing connector. I often talk about her. The reason she's so good, I, well, what happens for her is she gets a lot more opportunities. So when you hear people saying there isn't enough stock, there are you know, less properties on the market, which, you know, potentially could be the case in some areas, opportunities come to her because people go to her with opportunities. Probably me saying that sounds quite easy. And in the background, she's probably just naturally still connecting with people because that's what she does. That is something that she naturally capitalizes on. It's a tough one to say. And so that makes her property development journey, like right now and probably always will in the future, just a little bit more advanced than some people. She seems to find opportunities so much faster. The next one is something to capitalize on if you're driven by a why. So if your why is really strong and like really important to you, that will be a great feeling and emotion for you to capitalize on. Because what happens in life, as you know, we all want to do something. We don't always follow through. But if your why is really strong and you really connect with it and that's important to you, that would be a great driver for you to have more commitment. Bob and I were talking earlier just before I came in to record this and he said, "Oh, that reminds me. I was just r- rolling through what I was going to talk about. He said, "It reminded me of this guy once. He rang up to be in the mentoring program. And he had like 4 million cash and he had a yacht and he had everything. You know, he had this great lifestyle and Bob said to him, "Well, why do you want to get into property development?" And he said, "Well, I don't know. So, I've just got like least lots of time on my hands and he sort of was he was doing it for something to do." And Bob just said to him, I don't think this is right for you, mate. I I really don't think that this is something that you would probably get a lot out of or even follow through with, because that was his comment at the time. Oh, I could just, you know, pay for the mentoring program and, you know, it's no big deal. So he didn't really have a why, which was, well, his why was really just to kill a bit of time, but it wasn't even a strong why. It was just a casual, that was a flippant sort of throwaway comment. So, you know, for you to have a why, whether that be to improve your family's life or to, to improve community, to give back, to employ people, whatever. Well, I mean, we've gone through many, many, many whys in previous podcasts, but if you have a why that's really strong and you connect with, that's something you'll be able to capitalize on and that will draw in more skills, will help with tenacity, which is something I'm going to get to. The another one is detail. How do you go with detail? If you're big on detail, that is a a massive need when it comes to property development. So if you are someone who likes to, you know, schedule things out and have spreadsheets and you know if that's your go-to and and to remember information and to collate information and to do things properly in the right order, wow, that is one skill that you must capitalise on. That is an absolute must. Definitely working with somebody right now who is fabulous at detail he sends me the Zoom link for our session. Like He sends me through everything. It's it's fabulous. But that's the level of detail that he requires that gives him that feeling of security, that gives him that feeling that he's moving forward. And it also keeps him on track with what he needs to do. Him and I go through, have a chat about where he's at, discover, eliminate the roadblocks, just go through the actual development where he's at. But his detail is absolutely amazing. It's second to none, actually. So I hope he's listening to this. And uh, here's to you, mate. You're blooming good at it. Love it. So they are sort of often traits that we're born with. But now I want you to think about just different skills like nature versus nurture. I'm going to look at some nurture skills that you might have, which potentially could be those that were given to you without you realizing from your parents. So things that they did that now become things that you do and how they might help you on a property journey. So One of them could be that you work hard. You might be a hard worker. Now, that's useful if you're becoming a property developer. If you're wanting to do both, like stay in the job and do a development just to increase your income, you might need to work a little bit harder initially to get that underway. Or if you are wanting to transition from one to the other, from working to development, you're going to have to work, do that double time hours for a while, and that's just what has to be done. Hey, mothers and, and probably the old father do it all the time. Go back to work, juggling it all. Uh, so you know it's not difficult. It, it will just be a little bit challenging for a while. But if you were given that by you know your parents, if that's something they did and something that's very normal to you, well, that's fabulous. Another skill that you can capitalize on is: Are you organized? Organized people make fantastic property developers because you make sure things get done. You do stuff. So are you an organized person? Because that is a skill that moves over. So this is almost like I'm smashing a few myths here on on the reasons you might give yourself that you aren't doing what you want to do if you are wanting to get into property. So are you organized? And, and you might think, well, oh, how do I be organized in property? Really, it's like, are you organized through the rest of your life? And that makes doing property development easier And then you just bring those same skills over to property development. Yeah, organized as well could be around having really good systems. You might have systems. Do your systems have systems? If you're a person whose systems have systems, you'll make a great property developer. The next one is tenacity how tenacious are you? Do you have that dog with a bone tenacity? Like, you know, the owner's shaking the bone and you don't want to let it go. Because when it comes to property development, there will be roadblocks. That's just the nature of the course. That's how property is. There are always going to be some roadblocks. But if you are committed to working through them, to not giving up, that's an amazing skill to have. And not everybody has it because if everybody had it, everybody would be achieving what they want. And we know that is not the case. Hey, that's how come I'm working because people aren't achieving what they want to do. So I help them achieve what they want to do. So are you tenacious? And here's another skill that you may not have thought of, but what about your health? How is your health? Because the more healthy you are, we could be talking by the way you eat, by the amount of sleep you get, by the amount of exercise you get. I'm big on health because health gives us energy. So if we have more energy, we're able to achieve more. I mean, you know yourself, even if we bring it back to like a short example, have you ever overeaten a meal where you just feel absolutely bloated? The last thing you feel like doing is anything, really. You just feel like lying on the couch and watching Netflix. But that's a small sort of concept of what I'm trying to say. When you prioritize your health, it definitely gives you a level of commitment. It shows commitment. It shows you're organized. It gives you more energy. There's so much that goes with health. So that's a skill that you can capitalize on, that you look after your health. So you have the energy. So you could be a great property developer. Uh, The next one is education. Do you have already a great amount of education. Do you have education that will get you moving, that will get you started, or if you are started, do you have enough of the right education to support you on your property development journey? I had a phone call last week of somebody who'd done a property development course and they rang me it wasn't our course and they rang me and said how do i get into property development and then we have started having a chat and they said they just did a course they started it in november and and they would finished it but they don't know where to start and i said well you've just done a course so you should know where to start but anyway we had a conversation and and got him heading in the right direction now but where are you on the education front and perhaps do you need to revisit some of the education that you already have or that you have purchased perhaps in the past and not gone over is your knowledge base supporting you on your property development journey right now you know no guessing no hoping no fingers crossed like do you know are you making great decisions through having a good level of knowledge and what about your belief in yourself now that is a skill to develop do you believe that you can do this? Just a conversation this week with a client who, and I'm pretty sure it was due to lockdown, just the energy around what he could achieve. I definitely felt like he was losing that belief. So do you believe that you can? Is that a skill you have right now? So do you have that, that belief skill? And what about your potential? Do you have a picture of where you're going, of who you are, of what you can do? That could be just a mental picture, but do you believe in your potential as well? So a belief in your ability to do something, to be a property developer, to develop property in whatever way, shape or form that is, that do you believe in your potential of what you can do if you set your mind to it? Do you have that level? And then there are the softer skills that that kind of fit into nature and nurture, which I've kind of just gone through there. The soft skills like communication. How do you go with communication? Is that something that you could work on? Do you feel confidently have a conversation with somebody and communicate and articulate well what it is that you would like to say? And do they understand what you're saying? You know when sometimes you might get an email from somebody or somebody or you go to send it or or somebody emails you and you've replied and and they come back with more questions, which means did you answer in a way that, that people understand you? I often find that if you don't give enough information to somebody, like sometimes you've got to give the full picture at the start, succinctly, of course, you don't want to bore somebody to tears and they don't need to know what you had for breakfast, unless it's that sort of conversation. But are you able to articulate what you need and what you mean? The next one is confidence. How do you go with your level of confidence? And confidence is something you can easily grow because confidence, the muscle I call it, it's something that you can build on. The more you do something, the easier it becomes. It's like doing squats or bicep curls or anything at the gym. You might start with a light bar and you might only be able to do one within weeks if you do them every day. You know, the weights get heavier and the amount of times get heavier. That is the same with confidence. Confidence is a massive one for me. I believe that when you believe in yourself and and understand that you can achieve anything you want and you still might have to learn something, but if you believe you can, then you will. And one of the people in the mentoring program, when she was going to her first auction, in fact, I'm going to be interviewing her in the next podcast. She's hilarious. But she rang and she said to me, how do I bid even at an auction? And I suppose that comes to confidence. But a little bit of that was just the knowledge on how to do it. So once we explained what she needed to do, then she got an absolute plan. And she had a fantastic plan on her system that she had for bidding at an auction. And she won. And the confidence that that gave her by by understanding what she had to do and saying that, even just For her to achieve that built her confidence in amazing ways. And I believe that she would go along to an auction, no problem now, and and do it again. So that's, you know, confidence can be grown pretty easily by just practice and by knowing what you need to do and by believing in yourself. Can you see how a lot of this is so tying together? The last one I'm going to cover off is your intuition. Intuition is a skill and you can build intuition by learning to listen to what your gut says, like what your gut feeling. And that's often improved by just self-awareness. Meditation helps with that. But do you listen to your intuition? And if you do, maybe even reflect on when the last time you did and you were right. So intuition is something, it's us noticing the little things that can easily go unnoticed, enough of them build up and and your stomach's trying to say to you, hey, I'm pointing out these things, like, please, please realize what I'm saying. So there you have it. I've gone through a pretty big list of skills that you might already have if you are developing or if you are thinking about getting into developing that you could work on. So they were like decisiveness. Are you able to make decisions fast? That is a fabulous skill to have. The next one was connections. Do you have connections and are you able to connect with them and sort of capitalize on that as an opportunity? The next one is your why. Is your why big enough and strong enough that it gives you that drive to want to achieve what you want, are hoping to achieve or what you plan to achieve? The next one is detail are you good at detail what a fabulous skill to have if you're into property development or wanting to get into property development and the next one is, is what do you work hard was it given to you from your parents or from people around you have you realized that working hard will pay off you know there is no such thing as an overnight success we laugh about that now somebody said that to me this week oh you're an overnight success and and something i was like oh my goodness if you knew the hours of work Oh, speaking. I do quite a bit of speaking. That's what it was. And actually flying to an event in Tasmania in a couple of weeks and speaking in front of a group or speaking to a group of women. But she said to me, Oh, you do it so easily. And I'm like, wow. Well, when I first started, it wasn't easy. It's taken. Courses after courses after courses and practice, so much practice and Toastmasters and really putting that time in to come up with content that people want to hear and then being able to articulate or say it in a way that people understand. It's not something you don't generally just wake up doing. The next one was systems. Are you good with systems? Do your systems have systems? That is a great trait to capitalize on. Tenacity. Do you naturally just give it everything and not just give up at the first roadblock? Because remember, roadblocks are on the way and not in the way. We want to keep going through those. Then there was your health. Health is massive as in it brings so many things to the party around like your energy levels and just so you can get through what you need to get through or do what you need to get done. I heard a saying once, and it just came to me then, good health means you have the energy to do at the end of the day the things that you want to do. So you've done everything you have to do, and there's enough energy at the end of the day to do the things you want to do. I remember that. It was a long time ago, but useful information there. The next one is education, which if you have a great level of knowledge about property development, well, then you're on your way. And if you don't, well, you know where to go, propertymastermind.com.au. We've got some fabulous courses available. The next one is belief. Do you believe that you can be a property developer? Like, do you actually believe that that is something that is possible for you? The next one is potential. Do you believe in your potential to become like belief is like the now stuff? I believe I can do those things, but the potential is like, you know, where do you see the future? Is that something you know that you can act toward? Do you believe in your potential that you can do what it is that you want? And then the skills like communication. Are you great at communication? Because that is, you know, remember Bob teaches as a property developer, you manage people and you manage a process. So communication is the managing of the people. If you can manage people, if you can communicate with people, fantastic. You're on your way. And what about confidence? What is your level of confidence that you have right now? You know, do you have enough? Are you confident enough to be a property developer? You'd be surprised. I think I alluded to this in episode three or four around there. After the uh, Sydney workshop, I went around the room and I asked everyone to write on a piece of paper. The whole, every person at the workshop, just write a word or two, how they felt about their property journey. And what was interesting was the lack of confidence that came back, men and women. It blew me out of the water. I was so, I could almost say shocked. I was very surprised that it was confidence on all of them. And then the last one was intuition. Are you quite intuitive? Yeah, because that's a great skill to have. So that was the last one we went through over our extensive list of current traits that you might have to become a property developer. Because the reason I want you to also reflect on these is to notice that you can do what you want. You've already got some of the stuff there The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the next best time is now. Like this is life. It's not a dress rehearsal. Get going. Go do it. Nike. I've got like all the sayings in the world. I can rattle them off, but just do it. If it's something you are considering doing, you know, have a listen to these next week's podcast will be great where I interview Kaz as a new developer and just hearing how she made that decision and just went ahead and is doing it. So I suppose just in wrapping up, you probably need to begin with the end in mind, and that's me going to the goal setting thing, can't help myself, but think about what it is that you want to get started on property development. What is it that you want to do right now? And then what have you already got? And well done you for recognizing that you have some of those traits that I've gone through today. And then lastly, what skills do you need to develop so you can develop? What a great ending. What do you need to develop so you can develop? And have a think about those and then think, what do I need to do to do that? So that's the end of podcast 13. Again, giving away the book, the Property Millionaires Exposed book. This week's book goes to Jeff Carter. Jeff has been commenting on the bottom of each one of the YouTube clips. Thank you so much, Jeff. That's awesome. And you win the copy of the Property Millionaires Exposed with all the different ways that you can make money out of property development. Obviously, we have the amazing Bob Anderson in the corner here talking about property development, but there are many other property strategies in here. So thank you, Jeff. And everybody, I hope you found that useful. Take something away from it. And I look forward to being back with you next week for episode 14. Catch you next time. Bye.